Okay, let's take that back. <laughs> it was delayed. <laughs> All right, here we go. Nope. <laughs> 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 All right, let's try this one more again. Welcome to After Listen, the music discovery and discussion podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Terry O. And I'm Brennan Lee. This week we're sharing a collection of songs that are the only songs we like by that artist. We may or may not have tried to venture into that artist's catalog, but at the end of the day, these are the songs that we like by that one artist and that's it. So, before we get into the discussion, we have a few quick disclaimers. Number one, we respect everyone's opinion regardless of how terrible and awful it may be. Number two, some songs may contain explicit lyrics, and we may refer to those lyrics during the discussion, so you have been warned. Also, I kind of have a little potty mouth, so I may slip up a little bit. It is what it is. Um, Number three, we're only talking about the music, not the artist's real-life issues, so whatever controversy or whatever they got going on, we just try to keep it strictly to the music. And finally, as much as we would absolutely love to feature the actual songs on the podcast, we cannot at this time due to legal and copyright issues. So hopefully we'll be able to do that in the future. But in the meantime, uh, you can always listen to the playlist link that we have provided in the show notes, as well as on the website. Um, And typically every other week, since we're currently bi-weekly, every other week we try to give you guys a a special announcement to let you know that the playlist is available. So you have the whole week to listen to it and dive deep into it and then eventually come back to the podcast and react to it with us and see if our opinions matches yours. Yep. Well, you can... can Check us out uh, here on After Listen, after you listen. Exactly. with all that being said, let's dive right into it. That's right. So, um, as we created our curated our playlist, we decided to kind of switch things up a little bit, and we're going to just kind of just talk about it in sequential order. We'll see. So, the first first half was Brandon's picks, and we're going to talk about the first song here by Alicia Cara. Did I say it right? believe so alicia okay. or, or alicia okay i've actually never heard her name spoken out so i mean your guess is as good as mine okay she's italian american if that impacts how we pronounce it at all i don't know okay <laughs> <laughs> so the song was called here and um i can say without a shadow of a doubt this is the number one song on this playlist that i wholeheartedly can relate to oh Yes, from the moment I heard this song several, several years ago, it resonated with me on such a deep, deep, deep spiritual level, bro. Like, man. Yeah, that song right there, man. So uh, if you haven't got a chance to listen to the song, basically what she's talking about is going to a house party and not wanting to be there. And just like, okay, y'all do y'all thing. I'm just going to be over here. Basically everyone else, like the, the guy doing, you know, drinking in the corner not being able to hold keep his liquor the girl gossiping in the kitchen it's like everything is kind of like annoying to her mm-hmm. she really wishes she was just like kicking it somewhere low-key with her friends listening to music talking about their big dreams and plans absolutely um, such a good song uh, if i remember right if i'm not mistaken i think this was her like breakout like this is like the first i don't know if this was like her first song this was like the first song like early in her career that kind of like catapulted her um to success Okay, that would make sense because I did watch the video before doing the pod, and um, I think the said copyright was like 2015. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, and, that, and that definitely predates uh, when she collaborated with Logic because that's the only time I ever heard of her was yeah. uh, with the, the 1-800-Suicide number song. Quick quick shout-out to my sister Cecilia. She's the one who turned me on to this song. Um, okay. Even though she was definitely at one point in her life more of a party-goer, <laughs> she also, I think whenever this song had come out at that point, she was definitely like over that. And we def, we, we both had kind of definitely calmed down. I was over my, uh, or I was, I was getting towards the end of my, like being fascinated with house parties and stuff in college. Kind of got over that pretty quickly. It was, was very steadily, like I said, like getting to the point where she's talking about in the song was just like, I would much rather just be somewhere low key kicking it with my friends chilling out mm-hmm. like i don't i don't want all the hubbub people 
getting drunk, puking, everyone going crazy, people doing keg stands in the corner, all that crazy dumb stuff. Like I was, I was over it kind of at that point. And so like, again, it's just, it was such a, just for the point in time of when I heard it, it was just like exactly where I was at as well, which was really, yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Same hard, same and stuff where I, I kind of got my party on a little bit earlier <laughs> than college per se. But even then I've always been, I mean, I'm partly extrovert, partly introvert. So I have my moments, but the one thing for sure, when I'm ready, excuse me, I'm about to go full Alabama on y'all. When I'm rest to go, I'm rest to go. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like, okay, I'll be at the car. Y'all, y'all go do y'all thing. Like I'm ready to go. <laughs> so like, I'm not hanging out, but that's why I always like to drive everywhere. I won't be hell hostage. When I want to leave, I want to leave. <laughs> yeah. And just maybe not related to the song as much, but on a personal level, man, she is hella cute. Yeah. I was going to say it. Like, Yo. I think, I think she's the reason I now have a slight thing for like Italians and Italian Americans. Mm-hmm. I, I, I 100% see that. Which, I I, I'm sorry. I'm not, I think she's actually Canadian. I think she might be Italian Canadian. I, I, I think I'm misspeaking her, but oh. either way, she is definitely Italian heritage. And that is like, man, she's very cute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I watched the video, I was just like, oh, okay. Okay. I see you. Yeah. <laughs> I see you, Miss Carr. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Moving down the list. Yeah, the the next song is Killing Strangers by Marilyn Manson. Yeah. That one? I actually dug that one. I dug that one pretty good. So, fun I'm fact. behind that one. Um, if anyone listening is a fan of the John Wick series, this song was used in the very first John Wick movie, part of this as the soundtrack, whenever he is like... um mild spoilers for a movie that's like nearly a decade old at this point i think um <laughs> like near the end of the movie whenever he's finally going to like do the final show off against the all of the mob people or whatever like it's as he's leaving the hotel and the fancy new black mustang he's got his suit on this song is playing and immediately whenever i was first watching the movie i was like what song is this it fit the movie of course if you know anything about John Wick, the song very much fits the movie um, thematically for what's what's happening in that scene and just overall in the story. Um, as far as Marilyn Manson as a whole, I've definitely like over the years, because I mean, he's been big time for like two plus decades, right? Going on three decades at this point. Yeah, he's been around for a minute. I've, I've definitely at different points have tried giving him a listen and I've never really been a fan of any of his stuff but this song just it hits different man yeah i don't know how much of that is like in my head the mental excuse me the mental connection of having it be with john wick which is one of my all-time favorite movies i gotta say um Mm -hmm. it might kind of color it a little bit differently for me i haven't really analyzed that too deeply but yeah just this song is that's the name of the episode. Like it's, it's just the one song by Marilyn Manson I've been able to listen to, and like I can listen to it like over and over again. Like, We're killing strangers. I mean, it's just that that call and response. Like I just love that. It's just something about almost any song that has that kind of call and response with the the Yeah. Like I just it just it just does something for me. Like I'm yeah. Uh, there's, I mean, I think in total it might be three songs by Marilyn Manson I like. I never heard this song before uh, doing this list. So, and it's definitely, uh, definitely added that to my rotation. I definitely enjoy that song. It's a good one. Um, The next song on the list is Amsterdam by Nothing But Thieves. And what did, what did you think of this one? I mean, I like it. I mean, it's it, like, uh, it, it's a good, it's a good vibe. I mean, honestly, <laughs> Mild spoilers. Every last one of your songs I like. Okay. <laughs> so okay. good to so know. Good like, to know. Yeah. So you you came with it uh, for sure. But um, I liked it. It's a it's really can't really say nothing against it. Really, it was, it's a good good vibe. I like I like the fact that it was like you know I left my heart and asked damn like it's good. I like it. This one is I don't know. Whenever I listen to this song, the word that kind of comes in into my head is like anthem. Uh huh. Like it's kind of like an anthem. It's it's definitely one of those songs like, like whenever this was I was I had the playlist up whenever I was we were we saw a movie early today. Whenever we were leaving that, this was a song that came on on my way home, like right as I was like pulling out of the parking lot or whatever, and just man, just turning that radio up and just 
over and over. Just like you just gotta like scream along with it. Uh-huh. Um, just a lot of amped up energy, like mixed with some like like it, it's it's high end lows in the song, right? And like I feel like the lows make the highs hit that much harder in a sense. Um, yeah, man, this song I don't even remember exactly how i came across this song i think this was just like way back in the day because i've had this song which i guess i'll go ahead and explain most pretty much all of my songs are songs that like i had in my liked on youtube kind of just scroll through my almost 400 video uh, collection there and, and pick through from that oh wow um i think this song just randomly came up on like a youtube like recommended discover a playlist or something at one point and i was like who are these guys and i went and i listened to the, some of the other stuff and like it's not their other stuff isn't bad just i don't know none of their other songs like get me amped up and like hit as as much as this one does mm-hmm. for some reason i can't really say why this was definitely one of the groups that i i tried because I do like this song so much. I, I like listen to the entire album this song's from. And like, again, there's some that's like, okay, but like, just, I don't know. I've been unable to, and I'm not listened. Uh, I don't even know what year this album came out. Uh, let's see here. 2017. So I, I don't even know if they have anything newer than that. I've really not checked them out since. So it's possible they might have some other stuff that I would like, but. Yeah, I definitely, like I said, it's, it's, it's just one of those songs you put on and you just, let your hair down and just just bob your head to it, man. Like like I said, mm-hmm. I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it is it's definitely one of those kind of songs. It's not forgettable, but it doesn't. How can I say it? Like it's just it, it, it's it's definitely a part of the song. I just remember Amsterdam, and that's pretty much it. It's just a vibe. You kind of yeah. Just it's rock not out like it's, it's not. It's definitely not. It's not. Uh, it's not deep lyrically by mm-hmm. any means, right? Um, it's kind of where I don't know if anthem is sort of the right like thing I'm trying to say, but I don't know. It's just yeah, it's par- party song might be kind of a, a good way to put it. It's, mm-hmm. it's similar to that vein at least. It's just it's a good hype song that you just throw on and like yell along to. Exactly. <laughs> if exactly. you're like me and can't sing, you yell along to it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I can't hold on to a note with like with extra grip gloves. Like there's no way. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to the next song on your half of the playlist is "Low Life" by That Poppy, <laughs> which uh, she's she's also known by just Poppy. Okay, that's I, what I, I was think, gonna ask. I think at the time that this, I don't remember if this is an EP or an album, but whatever collection that this song came from that she was mm-hmm. going by that poppy mm-hmm. um and i feel like i shared this song with you years ago were you at all familiar with it maybe i was misremembering i don't okay so this song i don't remember hearing okay i remember not not from you specifically but i don't remember hearing it i remember hearing songs similar to that sound but, but as far as this song in particular it didn't resonate with me now there is a song that we're gonna to get to that I've heard hundreds of times and never really never knew who it was, and nor have I ever bought it to Shazam it, but I liked it when I heard it. But we'll get into that in a minute. But as far as this song, um, I, I I like the the, the little uh, poppy, almost no doubt, almost ska, almost white reggae kind of vibe with the song. So yeah, whenever this song came out in my youthful pretentiousness i remember anytime because I, I, sh- I remember i guess why i thought I, I shared it with you is i remember sharing it with a few people and whenever i would share it with them i would tell them man this is the only pop song i've ever liked this is the only good pop song again my pretentious youth um <laughs> but it's definitely i feel like i stood the test of time since i mean not like it's been out for like decades and decades but as, as far as i mean it's not definitely the only pop song i like it's definitely mm-hmm. not the only good pop song but it is definitely one of my favorites still mm-hmm. to this day mm-hmm. and man do you know anything about poppy in general uh no because she has a weird career hold trajectory Actually, hold on let me let me see something because i've heard that name before but i'm not sure if that's the same poppy i'm thinking about so while you're looking stuff up uh, i'll just kind of walk through her her career so she started out and kind of made a name for herself doing a YouTube a series of videos on YouTube where it was like 
pop music, but it was like making fun of pop music. And it was very surreal, weirdest or, or weird surrealist, sorry, vibes. Um, I, mean, I think that's whenever I like first found her. Cause my friend was like, dude, you got to check out this, this chick that's like putting out these pop songs that are like, they're pop, but they're not pop. They're making fun of pop. And they're like kind of pointing out like some of the issues with it. And then I think it was after the album or EP, whatever low life is from after that, her next album was a complete departure from all of that. And she came out with a new metal. Album. Okay. That is where I've heard that name before. Okay. Yes. So it wasn't you, um, but like uh, my other friend put me onto Poppy and this is, it was this weird, like it was a metal album. And it was uh, something, uh, God, I can't I forget how the lyrics went, but it was like, it was new metal, like heavily modulated. And it was like, I couldn't really describe it. It was weird. It was it's, actually one song by her that I, I somebody put me on there. It was like something to the Jesus to Christ. It was so weird. It was like, it is, and, and I like weird sounding stuff. And like, yep. okay, because like when I saw that poppy, I didn't realize, okay, you know what? I didn't realize it was that poppy, but then yep. that poppy is poppy because that poppy became poppy and that's yeah. when that poppy become that poppy. Gotcha. Exactly. A lot of poppies there, but yeah, <laughs> you got it. Um, okay. I knew that chick name sound familiar and I, I didn't bother to, to look it up, but like, I got to find that one song now. It's weird. It, it was like, it, a, it was a weird, was it Blood Money? I disagree. It was off the album. I disagree. Hmm. That's what it was. She yeah. yeah and and in in addition to um switching from pop ish music to new metal which is already a, a pretty pretty big jump I feel you don't you definitely don't get that a ton in the music mm-hmm. industry like those that like hopping from that genre to the other um, yeah. it, it also still definitely keeps her weird surrealist like keeps you on your toes vibe like she she has quartered that style very well i feel like for herself yeah, um, yeah. that album is weird as hell because i actually even the cover at, art for that is weird man yeah it's it's super like if you're going to that goth and like extra like body horror horror kind of situation and she also um, has i disagree more which mm-hmm. is uh, I think just like has a few extra songs on. I don't know if that's like supposed to be like a B side type thing or not. But yeah, yeah, it's like the standard cut of, of that one. But yeah, like that's that's okay. You know what? That's crazy. Because like yeah. I was I was listening to that song and I was like, is this the same Poppy that I heard from that one song? Um, yeah, because I think it's called like Blood Money or something. Not that album. It was some weird. It, it, it was crazy. It was like I said. I, somebody else tried to put me onto her, and I was like, eh, this is. Eh. Yeah, it's it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm definitely not the biggest fan of new metal. I've not listened to it a ton, but from what I have, I've not found a lot that I'm like, you know, in love with by any means. But mm-hmm. I do think she's in her more more recent stuff, more recent albums and stuff. She's went a little bit back more towards the poppy stuff, but. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised because like I hadn't really kept up with her since that album came out, which was like 2020, just like that. It was like 2019 or 2020. Um, mm. Apparently, no, she's still, she just had another album come out like last year. She's, whenever I was looking her up, she's touring all over the country, uh, starting in like, I think like actually the end of this month is whenever her tour starts on like the West Coast and she's like moving across to the East Coast. So, I mean, she's still out there grinding away, uh, making weird music. Okay. Hey, so, you know what? You know, maybe Go she'll ahead. come up with something else that becomes, you know, my next, this is the only good new metal song, you know? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, go ahead. Pop off, Poppy. Do your thing. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, this song, Still Feel by Half Alive. Is this so, the song you were talking about before? 100%. So, yep. so I've, when I listened to it, I was like, this song sounds kind of familiar. And then, I, you know, throughout the playlist, like throughout the duration of uh, preparing for this episode, you know, I listened to it quite a bit. And then all of a sudden it clicked. When I worked in retail, this was one of the songs I had constantly playing in the background during like the regular rotation. And I liked that song, but I never took the time to really like, okay, who is this? Um, I will say the busy video is quite interesting. Yeah, it definitely uh, <laughs> harks back to like the... Um... What is it like? Okay, go or something? Yeah, definitely. Okay, go vibes. That's, that's that's exactly who I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, 
And, and the part about it that, that I like the most about the whole thing is um, the fact being that, that they're, you know, three, the three band members are doing various different synchronized dancing and then like the camera and, you know, a pan over and then, you know, little VFX, you know, with them being in the background and trying to synchronize all of that. I just like the fact being that even with all the quote unquote synchronized dancing, they're still offbeat. <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit just and, a little and, bit yeah and like they're in a the little warehouse do, doing a little dances and stuff and like it just makes it so humanizing because you know like some yeah. people like they're they're not k-pop efficient as far as like the dancing so yeah. i was like you know like that's not really your wheelhouse but i appreciate the effort putting into it. it for me because i've also noticed that exact thing and for me what that what that like tells me is like they were having fun doing this right? exactly. like i think the k-pop exactly. comparison is a good point it's not like some I mean, obviously, we don't know. It could have this all could have just been an executive producer somewhere. It's like you got to do this, but it seems like, like this was like kind of their artistic vision, and it's not perfect, but they got it close enough, and they had fun doing it, and it's a fun video, uh-huh. it's a fun song. Um, oh yeah, just in general, like there's a reason it was all over the airwaves and stuff, and, and like you said, constantly on rotation in, in stores and stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, they almost um, kind of remind me of a uh, what was that one band? Uh... AJR, I think, something like that. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. I'm not. Okay, okay, I, I'll put you on to them at a later time. But, but yeah, they, they kind of remind me of that. Where it's obviously they're, uh, you know, rock pop, but you kind of can hear like the the minor hip hop influence into it, like with the especially in the chorus when the beat switches up and they got mm-hmm. like the little hi hats and all that stuff in there. So like I, I appreciate those little elements like that. Yeah, and and. Most pretty much all their other stuff is is definitely rock pop. That's, that's the perfect genre to put it in. Uh-huh. I have because I love this song so much. I have tried several times to go and listen to their other stuff, and like it's not bad. It's uh-huh. it's it's good. I just can't like connect to it as much as I did this song for whatever reason. Um, uh-huh. One cool thing to note: I think the album that this song is from, they did a full orchestra um backed like remake of every song like as an album and put that out oh, wow. which I, I listened through all that that was again you know i didn't really i still won't say i like any other song by them necessarily but that was just to see that is always cool you know i gotta give them respect big ups for that it's always nice to see people like bring in like a full orchestra and like not just for like a single like they redid the whole album yeah, which is kind of nice. I love that. I love that vibe because you kind of get kind of get reimmersed into the original album all over again. It's like yeah, it's like uh, it's like how nowadays where like with movie uh, trailers and stuff where they'll take like uh, songs that of our generation and make it like a whole score behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, just like how they did like a note. Uh, was it note or, or or us? No, us. Jordan Peele. It took um, I got five on it and it turned into like a horror movie sound. It was like da 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 da. I was like, okay, I can never listen to this song the same now. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> listening listening to Still Feel Orchestra version is definitely a different experience, uh-huh. but still still a very good one in my opinion. Absolutely, absolutely. Speaking of other good experiences, Miami Horror with Colors in the Sky, featuring um, Cleopold. Yeah, featuring Cleopold. I don't know who Cleopold is, but have they're no featuring clue. on the song. Absolutely, I don't know who the hell Miami Horror is, but. I... Yeah, honestly, I don't either. Um, <laughs> no, before I select, this was one of the groups, like whenever I was like picking my selections for, for this episode, um, I was like, all right, well, let me let me go and listen to some of the other stuff because I had like other songs I could have added to the list and I was trying to like curate it down to, to a good number of picks here. And this was when I went and I listened to several of their other like top hits according to YouTube. Mm-hmm. It just what did not do it for me. It's weird because like in this song, the singer's voice, I really, really like it. And uh-huh. it annoyed me in <laughs> every other it? song I heard. No, oh, no, no. Wow. Just his voice was like, I don't know. It just it I didn't like the like the way he sounds on the other songs. Uh-huh. Um, for some reason. Um I don't remember exactly how. I think if you ever have listened to like like majestic casual or there's like there's channels on youtube that like just curate and pump out like indie music and like mm-hmm. they'll just have like any new indie rock songs and there's there's different ones not just for indie music there's different there's ones for like rap and and you know pretty much every genre right and majestic casual shout out to them it's one that they do mostly like kind of lighter indie rock electronic type stuff 
And I believe this song was one of theirs. I used to listen to them like all the time back in the day. I've not checked them out in several years at this point. But I, if I'm not mistaken, that's where this one was introduced to me at. And this song, man, is just such a, for me, it's such an uplifting, like, good song. Like, yeah, so many colors in the sky. Like, it's just such a good, like, the chorus especially is like a, a good positive message. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a good good um driving down the highway sunny day yeah full blast like kind of song like on repeat like it's like not a care in the world you know is this yeah matter of fact that kind of happened today when i went to go take take a walk and they said it was nice clear day and driving over to the trail that i was gonna take a walk on and that song came on because you know i'm listening to the stuff and i'm like i'm sitting just driving with a big old smile on my face like mm, not a care in the world <laughs> yeah i like that one i like that one um, I probably will. Well, I kind of wanted to um, uh, go and actually check out some more of that stuff, but the way you described it, I probably should stay away from it. I mean, I would at least check out like <laughs> a couple of the other ones just to see if maybe you have the same reaction I did. Mm-hmm. Like, it could just very much be a me thing. Yeah, I would I, like I, to hear your opinion once you listen to another song or two of theirs and see if see if that's just a me thing or if that's I don't know something yeah. inherent to them. True, true. I mean, I know I'm gonna go back and check out more Half Alive because um, I really like Steel Field. That's that, that was one of my favorite joints, and uh, Alicia Cara. I'll probably check her out just for the fact of checking her out. Okay, well, on that note, we're gonna take a little break, and we're gonna come back with my selections of uh, songs by that one artist that I liked. That I'm quite sure Brandon is going to rip to shreds. <laughs> we'll see. All right, we'll be back. And we are back. Welcome back, Terio. Welcome back, Brandon. Okay. Yeah. So the last half of the playlist were songs that I chose um, that I have encountered over the years. And I am curious to hear your reaction about them. Um, the first one, I don't even know how to pronounce this. It's one of those weird band names where they decided to just take out almost all the vowels or replace a consonant where a vowel used to be. So I'm going to either call this pelvis or pe- or peverus. I, I or- think it's Paris. Paris. Oh, that I would makes assume sense. Paris or maybe that Paris. Makes if it's like churches, um, uh-huh. the band churches where they drop the U for a V, it could be like that, which would make it Puris. But I don't know. Puris. As I was reading it, just Paris was what I kept reading it as. I could be completely wrong in that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you sound more right than me. I'm over my stupid ass over here talking about damn pelvis. I'm adding extra letters into it. Um, <laughs> but uh, Death of Me. Uh, what do you think of that one? I like this one. I like this one a lot. This was one of my favorites from your picks. Um, maybe maybe second favorite, I would okay. I would say. Um, her voice does things to me. Yeah. On this song. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say. That's awesome. Um, and then and also just the the content, like the lyrical content, what she's talking about, like hits 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 emotionally in a, in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm interested. How did, did you remember how you found this song? Is this just one you kind of had to had just sitting around or? So uh, this one I stumbled across uh, when I just had, um, I think, either uh, Apple Music or Spotify or something. I just had kind of just, I pick one song and just let the radio play. And then uh, it just kept playing songs. And then the song came on. I was like, I literally stopped in my tracks. I was like, hold up, who is this? And I went back and listened to that, that song again. I was like, this song slaps. I have not heard a single other song by this band. I, um, <laughs> I this was literally the first and only song I've heard of by them. I've never even seen their name before. Yeah, <laughs> it never popped up. Yeah, and it was one of those things where I was like, I probably should go listen listen to their album. Nope, I just like this song, and I was like, yeah, this is it. Like, I'm I'm happy with just this song, and I just like the vibe of the song. Like, it's like I didn't realize in doing this podcast, I re- I'm realizing more things about myself that. I definitely, obviously, I know for a fact I like uh, techno and you know trip hop and all those kinds of different things. But synth pop is a genre that I think I like more than I thought I did, or electro pop or whatever, um, like the M eighty threes and the early churches, like those kind of that kind of sound. Like mm-hmm. I think that was something that I was digging and I didn't know I liked that. I didn't. I, I knew I liked it, but I didn't know the term for what it was. And this band is rock influenced, but it definitely has that synth. Um, I will say I'm definitely a fan of synth pop, but I think you kind of hit the nail on the head on what I was wanting to say. It it needs to be, I've noticed most of the synth pop stuff I like is very much rock influence, kind of wears it on its sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this song in particular, like you were saying, definitely has that. Um, yeah, man, again, just uh, the, the beat and everything is great, but I think my favorite thing is just her voice. Yeah. I, yeah. I definitely want to, after this episode, I'm definitely, this is one of the ones I'm going to go back and look up more just because, man. Yeah. It does things. Yeah. <laughs> those things we don't want to know. But yeah. it but but it's just definitely it's one of those songs where it just kinda of just it like when that chorus come in, it just it really hits you in the back of the head. Like you're like you're gonna yeah. get you're gonna feel that aggression, you're gonna feel that pain that um that she's singing on the on the chorus. But yeah, like um, I love you, but you're bad for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely definitely relate to Staying that. Staying with you will be potentially terrible for my life like that's mm-hmm. i think a lot of people can relate to that uh 100 that it's idea like, or that feeling in general mm-hmm. he was like i like you but man you're ooh, if quicksand was a person <laughs> yes <laughs> that's basically what that boils down to all right all right well moving on this uh-huh. song i believe is not even i believe this was my favorite Really? Of your picks. This is the one I thought you were going to like absolutely no. destroy. I, no, actually, no, I take that back. This is one that I, I didn't know you could go either way with. I know, I already know for a fact the song that I know you're going to destroy. But this one, I was kind of on the fence for. Okay, but, um, well, let me introduce it and we'll talk yes, about it. Absolutely. The song is Who I Am by Latasha. Latasha, Latasha, I don't, I mean, it has a little. It does have a little accent. It might be Latasha. Yeah. Potentially. Um, this the the chorus on this song just the energy in that uh-huh. is like it, it encapsulates the entire song for me. Like uh-huh. what she's saying is just like the feeling. Like I know who I am. Uh-huh. Like who the fuck this is who you? I be? Yep. Yeah. Like that that part right there is just like oh. <laughs> like just the confidence, right? That's the confidence and and the beat. That, mm-hmm. that she's rapping on and normally i'm not i could see why you thought i wouldn't like this one because normally like her her bars are like short and i, I don't want to say choppy but they're like what, what's how would you describe it like kind of staccato I staccato guess, staccato is a perfect word yeah yeah but with with the beat in this song it works so yeah. well and it, it mm-hmm. also like so there's a if uh, talking about kind of going off a little bit on the topic in whenever you're writing like creatively, right. There's mm-hmm. a, whenever you're writing, you don't want, if you're trying to have like a, a sentence that's like got some weight to it, you want it to be kind of short and like punchy. Right. Mm-hmm. So to speak. And that was definitely, I felt like what was going on here in this song is like, it's, it's shorter bars, but because mm-hmm. of that mixed with the beat, it like has more oomph to yeah. it. And it's just like, every line is like, Oh, Oh, it's like she's just like raining down blows on you lyrically, right? It's great. Yeah, like, yeah. This was one of the ones I was just like sassing along, rapping with her in the car. <laughs> like, loved it. So this song is one hundred percent the reason I came up with this topic. Okay, um, because Makes sense. Uh, uh, because of her, uh, like of this song. Because again, this is an al- algorithm thing, kind of just surfaced on this one. I was like, oh, what kind of? This is a weird song, like. Me coming from from a producer standpoint, I like the fact how the beat changes up and mm-hmm. speeds up and slows down, and that's the fact she was able to kind of keep the cadence with the beat and everything for the for the duration of the song. I appreciated that, so I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna check out some more of her stuff because I never heard more of her music. And dude, it is it is <laughs> it's just it, it, it it's one of those songs like it's one of those moments where you frown up and you just be like. You know what? I don't feel like listening to music no more. I'm gonna put on a movie. Like <laughs> it was oh, so God. it was so bad to me. And I was like, what the you you set the bar so high. I was like, yo, okay, another female MC in the game, whatever, do your thing, let's go. And I was just like, Ugh. Is it is it is her other music rap as well, or does she kind of branch into like a different genre? No, it's it's like- it, it, it's it's rap, but the quality of the production is not not nowhere near as good as this song. Um, the flow switches up to just some, ugh, it's just not even some dookie. It's it's some straight up, straight up shit. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, and after that, I was like, okay, well, I guess this is literally the only song about this person I'm ever gonna listen to. Um, and I wanted to support her, and I'm just like, but nah, it just. It goes into a whole other demographic that I I don't think I'm the audience for, and I'm just like, nah, this ain't this ain't it. 
Well, that is disappointing because this song, <clears throat> again, is my favorite <laughs> out of your picks, and it is, uh-huh. man, just it gets me like makes me confident, right? When I'm listening to it, like you definitely right. like it makes you feel like, yeah, this is who I am. Oh yeah, especially the, the last half. <laughs> yeah, especially the last half of this song. Yeah, the last half, I love that part, and like, and th- that's the part that made me almost think you weren't gonna like it because it did kind of get a little elementary, but. Like you said, with the creative writing part of it, it was short and sweet and just like kind of just talking that shit straight to the point. It was like, mm-hmm. here I am in this motherfucker. Like, I was <laughs> like, okay, okay. I see you that confidence. Like, no. Yeah. It's the confidence just drips. It bleeds throughout this whole song. It's, yeah. It's confidence incarnate in, in this song, really. I feel like. Absolutely. But somebody need to confidently tell her to go back and not release that other stuff that was not good (laughs) (laughs) all right moving on to uh uh, louisiana's own mark brossard or whatever i think this is his name broussard broussard i don't don't know yeah it's a weird i don't know that french i don't know what that would be it it probably is louisiana it could be like cajun or something who knows yeah cajun or (laughs) broussard i don't know anyway but um, so okay, this one I may have to kind of backtrack something I said before. Um, I'm not an avid fan of country music per se. However, by me being from the sticks in Alabama, it is something about hearing a song about the dirt road or something about coming home or whatever. It kind of it makes me feel good. It makes me think about going home to seeing my folks. And this song I heard um, driving back from Nashville with a friend of mine because we went to a hockey game. And um, they had that that that's all playing, and I was like, "Who is this?" And I was like, "I really don't really don't mess with country music like that." But it's something about the soul in it. And then once I kind of looked him up a little bit more, I was like, "Oh, he's from Louisiana." Okay, so this is country that got some soul. So I think my asterisk I need to put in when I talk about country music, I don't like the cookie cutter generic country songs. I, I but call it pop country. There we go. So it's the pop country, of, where it's I, just it's it's formulaic produced for you know the lowest common denominator to reach as many people and just yeah. make money versus i agree with you on a, and a lot of what you just said uh mm-hmm. whenever this song first came on on my first initial listen through the playlist i was like oh god terry another country song really <laughs> you know how i feel about it i was uh, it, it the song changed my mind before it was done 100 uh it, like you said soul i think is a good word for this song Mm-hmm. Um, his voice just whenever he's coming in and it's like he's like belting it out like at the end kind of oh and he's yeah. like it's getting like just a, a a hint of like the the rough edge on the voice like you just really like he's he's passionate man about coming mm-hmm. home and like playing I, I feel like the song is about like playing for for like home crowds and stuff kind of is what i think mm-hmm. where the angle he's coming at it from or whatever but you can also you know relate to your own coming home or whatever any any mm-hmm. point in life but yeah, this this definitely is a, is one of the country songs that I, I, I gotta, like you said, I gotta put an asterisk to it. Like, like this this one slaps. Yeah, yeah, it just and again going back to the whole call and response. So this song, uh, had I uh, thought about it or really put some more thought into it, I probably put um, Marilyn Manson and this song back to back, mainly because of like the call and response with the with the stomping. You know, vibe mm-hmm. or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think those two would go oddly enough. They're two completely different people, but sonically, those two songs I think will play well, very um, uh, play very well back to back to one another. But yeah, I definitely see that. I definitely have a lot, yeah, a lot in common. And then just again, it's a soul thing that got me with that one because again, pop country, not 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 a big fan, but it's just when it kind of you know it started off kind of like okay, whatever. And then once I kind of got in the middle of the song, I was like, okay, okay, I hear it you. It really is towards and the middle. When I, when, he, when he starts getting to that part I was talking about where he's like belting out the chorus. And, mm-hmm. and that, it's something about, I don't know if I'm, if I'm describing it right, but like that little edge he's got on the voice. If you if you yeah. listen to the song, I feel like you'll know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's like it's that extra raspy, like not fully polished, but it makes you feel like it's just like an organic. It feels like a live performance on a song. Yeah. And that and that's what yeah. I like. I don't like that. I mean, there's some songs that are great in studio and that do not perform well live. This song, I will I will feel that it will sound the same live as it would um, on an album. Um, so I agree. yeah, it's a, it's a good solid bit. And then that last half, 
that that last half where he just he just went all the way when he was like I, y'all know nothing about this and he just goes off i was like okay okay dude okay mark yeah like like mark almost took us to church towards the end of the song like that's yeah, I, I, I think that's i think that's the vibe i was i enjoyed the most off of that one yeah i agree with that okay well uh let's take an aggressive screeching hard turn into terror camp and i know you absolutely love this song hold you tight go for it tell me how much you like it i hated it (laughs) (laughs) this is this song obviously i've never heard i've never heard of terror camp before now i gotta be real man i did not like this one i did not like this one at all This is to me. This uh, it came out. I forget. I looked it up, but it came out like Uh, early nineties, ninety one. Yeah. So this is like quintessential late eighties, early nineties pop music. From Uh, in my mind, at least, whenever I was listening to it, that was like the only way I could think of like the category to put it in. From the the beat, the the production, the soundtrack, to even her voice had like just a nineties pop sound quality to it. Everything about it, everything about it was 90s, <laughs> late 80s, 90s pop. And I, I, I didn't, I will say I gave it its due diligence. I never skipped it on the playlist. I listened through it every time, um, the, I, I, mainly because I wanted to try and find something positive to like about it. The one positive thing I like is there's like a horn or like a trumpet that comes in. And I really mm-hmm. dug that. <laughs> And that alone. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew this was going to be the one. I knew this was going to be the one. <laughs> okay. Allow me to defend myself a little bit. Please. So, <laughs> so um, see, um, what 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 had happened was, right, um, I was in a, um, okay. <laughs> Doing a great job, right? Okay. So, <laughs> what had happened was, right, um, I was going through a New Jack Swing R&B, like, kind of phase, and I was like, you know what, I want to I want to kind of make a, like, a, a old man alert, a mix CD of uh, of all these kind of songs around that time, because, you know, it's a nice, nice little party feel-good kind of song or whatever. So, I went to go visit my friend uh, U-Torrent and, um, <laughs> and LimeWire and all of them. And I managed to download a big old huge file of all these different songs back in the day. Many, 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 many years ago. Yeah, so statute so, of limitations has run out. You're good, I think. Yeah, okay, cool. Whew, I just want to make sure. Um yeah, I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm I'm I'm, I'm i I pay for the streaming services now. Um so but uh this song happened to happen to be on that. And this song for me is a purely of uh I just like the production, number one. Um, so the production to me, as simplistic as it is, is just something about it that just kind of it just I, I like that sound. So to me, I, I enjoy that sound. Then um, is one part in like where they kind of loop her uh, her little ad lib. You know, you hear the background. It's like oh, well. like it kind of just kind of th- does a little thing in the background. I like that. So to me, just from a production standpoint, I enjoy it. And then. I put it on the list and I submitted it and then I thought about it after I listened to it on the playlist. I was like, "Oh, these lyrics are dumb. He's gonna hate this. He's gonna he's gonna hate this." And I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. It's on the list now." Um, but again, this is literally the only song she only came out with that one album in '91, and I think you and everybody else thought it was pro- probably crap and never she never came out again. I don't think she's ever done anything ever at all <laughs> after this album. But I just it's like just, the song. It's, it's so, like lyrically speaking, it's very, very cookie cutter by the books. Yeah, I feel like it um, is. the The beat it's it's not that the beat is bad. Like mm-hmm. I, I'll agree with you, the beat, the production is good. But I don't know. Just again, I I don't know how else to say it besides it's just like quintessential. Like it just embodies whenever I think late eighties, early to mid nineties pop music. Mm-hmm. This song sound is like what would play in my head, unprompted. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Like, yeah. am I wrong in saying that? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're absolutely correct. Like, I, I, yeah, it, it makes sense. Um, it's just, 
<laughs> I just like it. It just I, I don't I don't know how else to really describe it. I can't I truly can't defend it. It's just one of those things where it's just. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not judging you for it. I just I mean, it's, it's not for me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I totally get it. It's just again, everything ain't for everybody, and this is one of those songs where if you just want to just have something in the background that kind of feels good and just kind of just you know just a little little. little yeah, I got nothing. The song is terrible, but I just enjoy the I enjoy the feeling that it gives me sonically. <laughs> it's an upbeat part, like just a little bit of little little poppy goodness. Whew, yeah, this is a guilty pleasure for sure. Um, hey man, yeah. own it. That's what yeah, it is. yeah, that's it. right. That's right. I'm a hold you tight, tear a kill. Yeah, yeah, son. Yeah, I'm whore. I'm whore. <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> I got nothing. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, on to the next next song. Um Lusty by yeah. Lamb. Which Yes. If this the title of the song very much fits the lyrics uh-huh. of, the, of the song. It's very much about you know the, the it's a female singer. I really, really I enjoy her voice. Um, mm-hmm. It was definitely, again, like some of the songs on this list. That was my favorite part of this one. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't a huge, because this is like mid 90s, late 90s techno type beat, right? Okay. So, so. Correct me if I'm mistaken uh, there. Okay. Yes. No, no, no. Okay. This is, this is part drum and bass, part trip hop. So I like the trip hop genre. So if anybody, okay, if you don't know Trip Hop, if you ever watch the show House, the theme song from the show House is actually a Trip Hop song uh, done by, uh, starts with a P, Porter House or something or whatever. So that's like, they actually lose, they actually use a song from that time period for the, for the theme song for that show. Uh, so it just kind of has that, that spooky, eerie kind of, um, ambiance kind of sound but then they they hit the drum and bass very hard on it and to me this is one of the first songs i've heard because usually drum and bass stuff is typically instrumental mm-hmm. but for someone to actually make a song with a heavy drum and bass influence i fell in love with it like from a production standpoint that's that's why i threw it on it i've again literally have never heard anything else off of this album and this is the first song off that album and i haven't heard anything else off of it but i just like the heavy drum and bass influence on it so I will say throughout the course of, of listening to this album or the, this playlist rather um, in preparation for the episode, this song I'm conflicted on. Like what? literally I would listen to it one time and I would love it. Mm-hmm. And I would listen to it on the, on the next loop back around. I'll be like, mm, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I don't know why that is exactly. Uh, maybe it's because like lyrically it doesn't do much for me. Because again, it's just like kind of just a horny song in, in general, yeah, lyrically I mean, speaking. Yeah, um, it is. It's a horny girl that just wants to be touched. Um, uh, yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> I, I will say this: as far as like trip hop goes, I'm somewhat picky. I feel mm-hmm. like, like unintentionally so when with with what like songs from that genre that like i kind of connect to and, and really like um honestly i feel like i'd need to listen to this one like 20 more times just on a loop by itself and then really <laughs> that will help me decide if i truly like it or if it's truly like i didn't hate it i will say that i, I, I didn't hate it mm-hmm. but I, 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 yeah this one was this one was a weird one for me it's weird that that happens. Normally, I listen to a song once or twice, and I'm like, okay, I know how I feel about it. This uh-huh. one literally is like every time I listen to it, I was like, well, no, I like it. I like it a lot. Well, do I? No, I do like it a lot. But, <laughs> yeah, I, that's very – that in itself is, I guess, kind of noteworthy that it had that happen, that it was able uh-huh. to bring that out of me, uh, the indecision. The, um, the, the polarization yeah. of the song. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it, it, it's crazy. Like to me, like I said, it's the production that really, really wowed me in it because it starts off, you know, like, okay, you hear the, the, the pre-chorus kind of come in and then everything drops out and you hear like this little, this, this quiet little voice that kind of sings. It, it's like, like the beat is so aggressive and then her voice is so light. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it's, it's a little weird. Uh, so it, it, it takes a moment to kind of get used to that vibe. 
And then to me, my the part that really sets it off for me is the the bridge where it kind of just goes like it just goes full drama bass, and then she just kind of just whispers in the background, and then it just goes and she's okay. like. Ooh. Like I like that part, and then it kind of just kind of comes back into it a little bit. So I I, I enjoyed that part of it. I I will say I just had a minor epiphany sitting here looking at the playlist. Part of it may have been that this followed "Hold You Tight." Uh, <laughs> in all honesty, I, that that very much could have like just set me into a I don't like this mental mode. Um, <laughs> you just you just in enraged mode. Yeah, <laughs> just, just like completely enraged. <laughs> may have had something to do with it. Okay, with how I feel about this song, I will say that's um, funny. Yeah, I might have had a different experience if it was like after who I am, so to speak. You know, sure. as an example or something like. Maybe honestly, I, that could be I, wrong, but I feel like that. I feel like that's probably the case. Honestly, honestly, if I were actually really again actually try to curate it like sonically this probably would have been better following um who i am sonically because they kind of have similar influences because like uh who i am by latashe is also kind of aggressive so mm-hmm. it does have like it does have um a light drummer based kind of element to it or kind of like a jungle vibe or whatever um and then you know lusty by lamb is out here you know being lusty being lusty and whatnot. So, and then Latasha is being all confident. So, yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, you know, sometimes the, 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 that's the thing about music. Sometimes um, the curation of the mix can make you hate or. It definitely you know, plays a role for sure. Like from song to song, how they make you feel, you, you're still carrying that feeling, that, that mental perspective, I guess, into mm-hmm. whatever the next song is. And I can. As I was saying, it kind of color what, what you're listening to next. Um, yeah. 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 So, yeah, absolutely. And then um, as far as the band, like, they were active. Like, the song came out in, like, 96 or whatever, I think. And then um, they were active until 2004, and then they got back together hmm. uh, recently from, um, yeah, so they got back together recently, and they're kind of doing, like, a little, re- a little reunion tour or whatever. So, so anytime you're in, uh, in Europe and you want to, Check them out. They're over there doing their thing out there. So more power to Lamb. Not to be confused with the the American producer Lamb, who has worked with Missy Elliott and stuff in the past. All right. And last but not least, let's get to Three Teeth final product. And Specifically, the uh, what? Synthesia? Yeah. Remix. Yeah. The synthesia remix. Quick question. Do you know what that word? Are you familiar with that word? synesthesia uh i'll be lying if i say yeah (laughs) okay so synesthesia is whenever you listen to music Mm -hmm. like if you're listening to music with your eyes closed right you see shapes colors you like Uh associate the sound with something else it can also refer to like um anything that like doesn't really have any actual connection to each other but for some reason they're just like linked in your head like if if every time someone says the name adam you just picture the color green i've also uh, kind of falls in that category but generally okay. it's whenever you're listening to music and it makes you like you connect it in your head mentally to different shapes colors something that's not uh sound based essentially right uh-huh. and with that being said I think it was a very good name of like a good calling card for this remix. Because mm-hmm. like this is one of those songs you you throw on some like good earphones and the music just takes you away. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, the, yeah, the the production on this loved it. Like literally from like the, the very beginning to the very end, uh, was just like making me feel things just just the production alone like was making me feel things right which is again i think this the synesthesia remix is a good good kind of calling card for it um i'm interested to go back and listen to the originals or the the original rather Um, yeah i i I haven't gone back and listened to it either so oddly enough what what how i discovered this i was um riding with a friend of mine a different friend um and 
I don't really know how to describe them, but they're kind of kind of rock, kind of gory. Not gory. Excuse me. What, what I'm trying to say. They're kind of kind of goth. So again, I get along with all walks of life. So so they're they're kind of gothish or whatever, and into all like the skeletons and the and all those kind of weird things. So I was happen happened to be riding with them, and this song was on was playing, and I was like, I'm thinking this production. And then the vocals came on. And I was like, "Oh, okay. I don't know what they're saying." I, just oh, I have zero idea what the lyrics are saying in this song. Yeah, and normally well, that would bother me, uh-huh. and it, it did not really bother me in this. Well, the lyrics are actually—I really like the lyrics in the song. So actually, uh, like I had to look it up uh, myself. And basically, what it's saying is, it's it's it's, it's funny how some things continue to to plague us for many generations, but. This song came out like in like 2010 or 2012, somewhere around there. But basically what the song is uh, saying, we are the final product. We're just brain dead drama, uh, bank, brain dead zombies and just doing whatever the corporate shields tell us. So if basically, in it, especially in the world of technology, if, there's, if, if the service is free and you don't have to pay for it, you are the product. They're using your personal data. So that's kind of what, what the song is talking about. And then um, in the screaming part, what it's saying is misconduct or self-destruct. So oh. you need you need to rebel against it or you're going to self-destruct. That is, like you said, still to this day, extremely pertinent. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Yeah, see, I did not know that. I was just vibing along. This is one of the few times because, again, it I think I've said this, uh, maybe I've said this on past episodes, but I typically will just use the lyrics that like YouTube provides to stay Mm -hmm. somewhat within the last year or so added that feature. Mm -hmm. Love YouTube for doing that. Um, But this one didn't have that Mm -hmm. because it's the remix um, might have had it on the, for the original song, but Mm -hmm. I did not go out of my way to look them up. So that's, that's, that's pretty interesting. That definitely fits Mm -hmm. the vibe of the song. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, and then like with the sonic quality behind it, it just it's a whole other thing. But yeah, like the lyric says, um, uh, "Molded, molded to the mind, assembled to resemble, leaving you blind as the final product." So that's what they're saying in the scream out kind of voice or whatever. So yeah, I, I just once I like got the lyrics and then listened to the the the, the synesthesia remix, I'm like, this is dope. So to me. Like I'm not a big fan of Screamo rock in general. However, if someone is, if someone takes the vocals from Screamo and put it on like a production that I like, I tend to like it more. Same. Like for for example, there's a remix by um, I think it's called Changes. I think by Deftones, but there's a bass nectar remix of it. Hmm. Freaking phenomenal! Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Uh, and same thing with Three T. But have I heard anything else about Three T? One teeth, two teeth. I don't know. I haven't heard anything else about them. But I just happened to lo- like this one song, <laughs> and particularly the uh, this remix version of it. So I thought it was pretty dope. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, uh, I don't really have much else to say besides I agree with that. Sweet. All right. And before we get up out of here, uh, we're going to give you some uh, quick off-topic recommendations. Uh, these are like something that we've listened to outside of the playlist that we have for the episode for that coming week. And... Uh, Brandon, who have you listened to this week that you want to share with the audience? So, Jack Harlow uh, came out with a new album this past week as we were, or as I was steadily listening to this playlist on repeat. Um, yes, uh, Tara Kemp on repeat, as you were saying. Go ahead. Sure, if that's what you want to say. Um, <laughs> Jackman is the name of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I sent it to you. I was listening to it on the way into work. Um, production is on point. It, lyrically, the content that he's rapping about is kind of vulnerable to some extent, and like also broaches some like, you know, quote unquote taboo topics here and there, and like just bringing up uncomfortable situations. But he handles them in a very good way. I feel like it's not like insensitive or it, it's not he's not doing it to try and like rage bait people like he's he's taking a genuine like approach to these topics i felt like uh-huh. and I, i've been a low-key jack harlow fan for a minute um and I, I 
think he's fairly talented in this this song or this album rather definitely i feel like continued to to highlight his talent just overall all right and that's it for the show uh feel free to follow us on all the things at after listen pod uh, you can also go to our website at afterlistenpod.com feel free to uh, leave us a comment on whichever social media platform that you choose um and we'll you know, respond and if you have any suggestions you can always send it to us via social media or comment on the video on youtube as well um yeah that's pretty much it thank you for listening thank you bye, bye.